This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to a special five-part podcast series entitled Breaking the Silence, How Speaking Up Enhances Corporate Culture. The series is sponsored by Case IQ. Over this series, I will visit with Darlene Lobby, Jacob Fickner, Kenneth McCarthy, and Merrick Block on different facets of a great speak-up regime and how each of those facets will improve your corporate culture. We will tackle such topics as the indicia of a great corporate culture, the importance of triage and internal investigations in improving your corporate culture, non-retaliation and protections for those who speak up, tying your entire system of speak-up to improving culture, and we'll conclude with some thoughts on how an entire system of speak-up drives corporate culture to better run your organization and at the end of the day make your organization be more profitable. First, a word about our sponsor, Case IQ. Case IQ is the leading provider of modern workplace case management software to handle virtually any type of compliance breach. Case intake, workflow, data centralization, and reporting have never been simpler or more efficient. Whether you're dealing with potential employee fraud, harassment, or misconduct, trust Case IQ to provide clarity and confidence you need to protect your employees, your organization, and your brand. With millions of cases resolved and billions of dollars in litigation avoided, Case IQ can help you make a difference in your workplace. Visit www.caseiq.com to learn more. In this part five, I conclude with some remarks on the ROI of a culture of speak up. We are now at a place where there is sufficient data, academic research, and actual use cases from corporations and businesses that demonstrate that good ethics and compliance programs are not simply good for business, but they lead to greater profitability. For 15 years, Ethisphere has been collecting data around its world's most ethical company awards. Companies which receive this designation have been found to outperform their peers on various stock indices. Ethisphere calls this the ethics premium. Erica Salmon-Byrne has noted, in tracking how stock prices of publicly traded company honorees compare to the U.S. large cap index, we found that listed world's most ethical companies outperformed the large cap sector. In 2010, that number was a delta of 4.5%. Yet by 2020, that number had skyrocketed to 13.5%. Clearly, Ethisphere is onto something. Academic research has also shown the efficacy of compliance and ethics programs. George Serafim and Paul Healy demonstrated in their paper an analysis of firms' self-reported anti-corruption efforts that companies with robust compliance programs do better financially in countries prone to corruption than companies with less efficient and effective compliance programs. Without a robust compliance programs, even with high sales in a high-risk country, the sales will drop off and lead to a negative return on equity of between 24 to 30%. But the story does not end with data, numbers, or even academic research. The corporate world is full of tales where a compliance solution was delivered, which not only made compliance more effective 
but improve business process efficiency and greater profitability. Data and information collected, which might initially begin as a compliance solution or a project, can be used to improve business process efficiency. It can also be the case that the delivery of a compliance solution can improve an overall business process. When you start to consider the compliance data points in every organization, from quote to cash sales cycle to procure to pay procurement cycle, you begin to see how compliance can be used to improve business efficiency and lead to greater profitability. The bottom line is when you create a culture of trust, that generates loyalty and it generates passion and it generates productivity. Your employees are engaged and will want to give their all. This means they are looking for opportunities to prove themselves by doing the best they can. If you have a robust culture of speak up, as we have discussed throughout this podcast series, you will have motivated employees who can communicate the business efficiency upgrades and new ideas for greater profitability. Trust is a vital component of creating a productive and passionate company culture. Disrespect can damage trust and can lead to a breakdown in the employer-employee relationship. When employees feel trusted, they are empowered and motivated to give their best. This generates loyalty, passion, and productivity, creating a company culture that thrives and excels. Trust is not only a morally is morally right, but also financially smart, as it reduces worker disengagement and turnover costs, particularly in the age of post-pandemic silent quitting. Having a robust ethos of speak up in your organization will only drive better corporate culture. What about specifically dealing with the ROI of having a speak up culture? Well, fortunately, we have an academic paper on this issue. Dr. Kyle Welch and Stephen Steuben released the paper, Evidence on the Use and Efficacy of Internal Whistleblower Systems. In this paper, they reviewed some 15 years of anonymized data from Navex. This data came from the company's hotline reporting systems. Some of the key findings included that companies with robust whistleblower and reporting systems had a greater profitability and greater workforce productivity as measured by return on assets. And there were fewer material lawsuits brought against the company overall, and there were lower settlement costs if a lawsuit did indeed occur. Finally, there were fewer external whistleblower reports to regulatory agencies and other authorities. Clearly, the report demonstrated the power of a robust culture of speak-up. Once again, it is not simply having a hotline, but an entire system with engagement throughout the organization. It is an internal reporting system which brings greater benefits to your organization. It starts off by meaning there is someone there to answer the phone, whether that's in the compliance function or whether that's an immediate supervisor. This means there's someone to pass the message along to get it to compliance. It means there is someone there to triage the issue, as Jacob Fickner has taught us. Someone is there to do the investigation or mediate, if appropriate, but also communicate with the whistleblower or the person who's spoken up. Most importantly, all in a very fair and transparent manner that the employee will trust. 
The interesting thing is there are two parts, and they cannot be separated. The first is the raw number of reports, and the second thing is the engagement with the reports. That's why it's called a system of speak up. This means you should consider every engagement with someone who speaks up and how you value those reports. It turns out the relationship is very strong between the two. And so this translates into what usually organizations have figured out that they are hitting on multiple levels. There are organizations where employees feel like they can come forward and make an internal report or speak up because they feel safe in doing so and they plan on staying with the organization. Obviously, chief compliance officers can use this type of information to demonstrate the efficacy of an entire culture of speak up going forward. It provides a CCO with actionable information to prevent, detect, and remediate issues before they become full-blown legal violations. Conversely, the lack of information can lead to compliance-related inquiries, certainly from regulators or even your own board of directors. A board, there's actually impacts on the board around speak up. First, a more active engagement and more reporting is a good thing for it signals to senior management that there is engagement with the corporate culture. The second thing is direct unfiltered information that a culture of speak up can provide to your board of directors. One key corporate governance failure over a wide casting of recent corporate scandals has been the withholding of information to the board of directors by senior management. Just think how this could have changed the calculus at Wells Fargo. If the board of directors had been made aware of the whistleblower reports of fraudulently created accounts up to five years before the scandal broke publicly and the board got the full picture, remember the Volkswagen board who found out about the emissions testing scandal when reading about the company's admissions literally in the newspapers. Now the board can have an internal report with direct information coming directly from those who speak up. Finally, a robust culture of speak up speaks to a functioning and ethical corporate culture. Employees who can report issues in a fair manner without fear of retaliation are more empowered to make a company run more efficiently and more profitably. One of the reasons employees report internally is they want to stay at the company. Such a culture also attracts more talented employees. And talent acquisition and talent retention is said by many HR professionals to be the key element for successful organizations going forward. Finally, and from an accounting perspective, Dr. Welch has said that there's another reason, which are accruals and financial statements. The more accruals there are going forward, the greater chance there is for financial statement manipulation or fraud. Companies which do not have at least average cultures of speak up are more likely to have such issues. It may be maturity or maybe it's simply a commitment to doing things the right way. But if a company does not have a robust culture of speak up, there is definitely a correlation. The bottom line is that there is welcome news for every compliance practitioner out there. And that is a culture of speak up. Dr. Welch also found that there was a reduction in the material litigation costs. And remember, this is not simply civil litigation, but all reportable 
proceedings against a company, including regulatory enforcement, criminal sanctions brought by the Department of Justice, and all other court proceedings. A material proceeding would have to be 5% of a company's gross margin, so the amount could be quite high. Companies with a robust culture of speak-up also have 4% fewer pending lawsuits. And there's an overall litigation settlement of non-material matters, which drop up to 20%. I hope you've enjoyed this special five-part podcast series sponsored by Case IQ. As you will recall, back in October of 2021, Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco said for the first time the Department of Justice would start to measure corporate culture. And this podcast series has demonstrated a specific way to improve your culture through a robust program of Speak Up. It not only improves your overall corporate culture, but as Merrick Block told us, it improves your compliance program. It's also going to improve institutional fairness and institutional justice within your organizations. Two key components that the Department of Justice brought forward in the 2023 evaluation of corporate compliance programs. In short, having a culture of speak up will improve your corporate culture, improve your compliance program, and at the end of the day, make your company a better run organization. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you so much for listening to this special five-part podcast series, Breaking the Silence, How Speaking Up Enhances Corporate Cultures, sponsored by Case IQ. Case IQ is the leading provider of modern workplace case management software to handle virtually any type of compliance breach. With millions of cases resolved and billions of dollars in litigation avoided, trust Case IQ to help you protect your employees, your organization, and your brand. Visit www.caseiq.com to learn more. This special podcast series has been a production of the award-winning Compliance Podcast Network. If you'd like to sponsor your own podcast series, please reach out to me. I'm Tom Fox. You can reach me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to visiting with you again.